Watching some of Beavis and Butthead last night. You can't go wrong with that show. It's a classic. No, it's not. But I watched a few episodes. I just kind of got burnt out and went and watched Bar Rescue. (laughs) (laughs) He was saying that. All right. So, all right. Asking you two, why don't you tell us about the new setup, the studio? It's fucking awesome. I'm thinking that it might change again. Really? Yeah. Maybe like an S thing. That wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. I got another uh, L table. Okay. Uh, Just for the audience. Like, this is what the L table is. I don't know. I really don't know. Because I'd like to have, like, my laptop here and see all the guests you know right but here i'm just looking at the wall right <laughs> and i feel like i feel like i'm in prison i feel like i'm in prison mm. and now my lap or my uh computer is not in the center of the pretty picture i got if anything not a fan 
anything, I'm almost thinking maybe bring out that other L table, put your laptop over there, and put that monitor where your laptop is now. Yeah, and we're good. All right, so anyways. And the thing is that originally I actually wanted um, – on. Sorry, just fiddling with my knobs here. When are you not? Um, <laughs> but uh, the whole hey, thing no. was that uh, I actually wanted to eventually want like like a love seat there. Oh yeah, and you were put, saying and that. put that love that uh, table right there that Nate's sitting on, right in front of it, and then isolate this a little bit more. And put three mics up in front of the yep. couch. Yeah. I got you. We could almost bolt the mics from the goddamn ceiling and have them come down. How sick would that be? That would be awesome. But it's a lot of work. It like, is. Like figuring out where they're going to be at. And, and it's also a lot of wiring that we'd need to do. Meh. Yep. No one's going to take my goddamn chair. <sighs> no, you'll always have your chair, Nate. You have my word. Okay. Okay. Look at you. Any hooties. All right, who's got some stories? I don't know. I, I have fuck all, really. I didn't do any work today. <laughs> Nate? I don't know. I've been busy. I've been at a tea party today. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about it, man. You're, <laughs> yeah, no, our, our Nate went to a fucking tea party today. <sighs> you heard that right, folks. No, nah, I ain't talking about that. Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Come on, man. That's quality content. Tell us how much you hated it. I don't like tea. <laughs> well, there's that story. But so it, it was a birthday party, and it was my sis, my sister, my brother. So I kind of, you know, had to go. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> commitments. I try to make commitments. commitments. Aren't they the worst? And stick, and stick to them. <laughs> commitments and stick to them. Goddamn right they are. Hell, I just wanted to lay in bed all day and watch Chip and Dale. Mm-hmm. You know what's so funny that you mentioned that? There's a there's a chick that I work with that calls me and my buddy Nick Chip and Dale. <laughs> Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. I'm Chip and my buddy Nick is Dale. It's funny, um, because you remember like an episode or two ago, you told us about um, the, the, what the hell, the Riverdale Highway, right? Yeah, the Riverdale Road in Colorado. So, after that... Jack's, Jackie was here. You're right. And he was talking about Helltown. Yeah. You ever heard of that? Oh, yeah. And it's Over all, there in Boston, and Ohio. It's all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> he, I woke up the other day, and he was, like, playing it. And I watched the entire documentary. What do you think of it? Uh, skeptical, but, like, there's a lot. That they discovered. I mean, like, I want to know more. But this is why, one of the reasons why I don't really try and, like, indulge. 
um, uh, conspiracy theories because guess what? As much evidence you can ever get in your whole lifetime, it's very, very, very slim chance that you'll ever get all the evidence and prove the government wrong and then say, I'm sorry, you're right. It's never going to fucking happen. Nope. And conspiracy theories are like opinions, really. It's I mean, all opinions. I mean, to me, and opinions are like assholes. Everyone's we got, got one. one. They all stink. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, I don't, I, don't, I, I don't know, dude. Like, I'm not, like, again, I'm not one for um, uh, c- conspiracies and all that. But, like, I watched that documentary. And, like, they went in and they found, like, that thing underneath the, the rock or whatever. And it was like a glass dome. Right. They smashed it, went down in there, and they went around. And everybody was calling them fake and this, that, and everything. Um, but hold on. We'll get to you. Um, and then, yeah, they were, they, were call, like, they were called out being, like, fake and this, that, and everything. And the documentary... Uh, crew that was actually doing this thing that I was watching they they actually looked looked at him and was like you are fucking validated I'm going to take you there you know and they did it was right. it was molded over by concrete okay damn it's about the winded the windigo yeah windigo yeah not like if you have time, you need to go on. I think it's Discovery Plus, and look up um, Helltown. Uh, Helltown, I think. Yeah, mm. dude, it's really good. I I I started watching it really skeptical. You always and, start skeptical. But yeah, you kind of have to, in a way. Yeah, or else you're gonna believe every fucking thing everybody throws at you. Exactly. But, um, but, fuck, dude, at the end, I'm like, what? What? Like, there was physical evidence some dude told. It's like, it's like, oh, no, this is where I buried the footage. And they showed the footage. All right, what were you going to say, Nate? Yeah. No, because I didn't know when you said The Rock, it had to do with Helltown or not. I was about to ask, did you mean Alcatraz? No. No, there was a single rock, probably, let's say about three and a half to four feet in diameter. And I want to say about maybe five feet tall. And they found that rock in this fucking field, which had nothing to do, like, there was no geological evidence to show that that rock should be there. Guess what? They lifted it up and it was a fucking cover to a glass dome. Oh, alright. They smashed it and they went into it and it looked like um, well, I mean, they went through the cafeteria the, I mean it is fucking wild. No, because I got confused at first because I thought maybe there was a haunting on Alcatraz. You know goddamn well there's a haunting on Alcatraz, but no, yeah, that's not what I was talking about. 
But um, they smashed the glass. They went down in there, dude. And, dude, I'm talking about, like, a safe. Like, it looked like something from, like, season two of um, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like a bunker, kind of? Yes. They had a cafeteria, medical, and they had uh, <sighs> shit like that. And, dude, they had, like, the biggest fucking vault door and the glass to go into it was shattered. Yeah, then they knew something. The people no, who lived there they, before the town ran out knew something was going to happen. And they, and the thing is, I'm not going to get into it. You need to go on Discovery Plus and watch Helltown. Well, do you have Discovery Plus? Well, now I do, thanks to Jackie Boy. Oh. Well, speaking of Jacks, there was something I told him, I think, on the last podcast that me and him were on together. Um, if you like that, Go online and look up the documentary of the Demon House. I think that was like the next one coming up after we watched that the other day. Yep. This happened in Gary, Indiana. Nope. I'm out. Nope. They already, the house has already been demolished, but they demolished it a few years ago. But there was this house that had. I'm listening. He is out. But I was going to say just one quick thing. I, wa- I watched it with you and hold your damn hand if you want me to. I've already watched it <laughs> once. <laughs> but, um, like, this house got... I t- do get scared easily. This house got torn down a couple of years ago, but this house wasn't even... <laughs> <laughs> but this house wasn't, like, just haunted or nothing. They There was, like, paranormal investigators claiming that this house was cursed. Uh, by some kind of demonic entity. Well, it came down to it. There was one one point where the kids got possessed. Their voices dropped down to a demonic level. Oh, even deeper than that. And um, I think it was the youngest boy out of the children. I think he was like six years old or something. They uh, The family said he started walking up the wall backwards like a spider while just um, saying like demonic rituals like or speaking in tongues as they call it but uh the church got involved hell even the police and the FBI got involved but they there's nothing they could do but one point they went down to the basement of the house and they saw this like creature sitting down there had the body of a human but like almost like the head of either like a deer or a moose that's a wendigo that's that's kind of winnebago they saw a winnebago that's kind of what i was thinking (laughs) but at the same time this has got to be like some kind of different entity but i was saying something to jacks about that the other day the full documentary either should be on youtube or somewhere but this this shit was creepy, to me at least. Thing is that 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 military guy that was in that documentary about the Wendigo that I was just talking about, right? Um, he's actually just recently got uh, diagnosed with dementia. Really? So like the thing is that he's trying to do ex- exercises, and that's why he finally decided to tell a story, because he was the only one that survived. Not from 
not from him and two other guys because he was an audio guy, you know, like the big boom mic and, yeah. the, you know, whatever. And there was the camera guy and there was an inventory guy. But um, they sent that squad of three in there, right, and said, if, if anything happens, shoot the flare. And they, cat, they crossed paths with a survey team. Like surveying the landscape, trying like you know, like what they have to survey, like for the, like to build new buildings or this, that, and everything. Yeah. And they found all three of the survey teams, fucking dead. In the dirt, with no bones, blood and everything. They were fucking waterbeds. Oh. Dude. And it's not just them. It was then the inventory guy on their team and it was the camera guy after he rest he uh got uh the wendigo to get away from said guy that has dementia now and he said that's the only reason that he's uh actually telling the story is because it's like i'm telling it now because i know people deserve to know and i know that eventually um i'm gonna lose the memory of this, and I hope this is the first one that I lose. He was tied up to a tree, and he felt the breath of that right. fucking thing against his face. And the other guy filmed it, the filmer, like filmed the gu- the thing coming around the tree or whatever, and fucking shot at him, and he killed him instead. That's why, and the thing is, is that uh, the guy that with the dementia... He said, I freaked, I shot so many flares out, which is what they said to do. If something happened. Yeah. Nobody came. Nobody came. He shot probably about nine. I was going to say. Nobody, nobody fucking came, right? And this is after the whole, like, tied to the tree by this fucking cult shit. Jeez. And um, he, uh, he saw the camera. And he, he grabbed the reel-to-reel. And the thing is that earlier, during the daylight, he saw a uh, he saw a headstone that was... Uh, he, he wondered, it's like, oh, well, hey, maybe I have some relatives or something other over there because he was like Irish Catholic. And it was a, um, a variation of his last name. Mm-hmm. So on his way back out, after he grabbed the reel-to-reel... He dug, he fucking buried it next to that headstone. That same one. He finally said that. And then there's a, uh, apparently they're not on um, YouTube anymore, but they, they went out, they dug up right there where he said, guess what? The fucking footage was right there. And they showed the footage. Jesus Christ. They showed the footage. That's scary. He said, I have no desire to see the footage. I'm just glad that him, all y'all are able to see it. I don't blame the man for not wanting to see it. That's, yeah. that's terrifying. It's fucking weird. That's scary as fuck. I wouldn't want to And this is the that. Wendigo, man. I mean, there's pillars with the W, a slaughterhouse I like with like WW and all that stuff. Oh, dude, you have to watch it. It's on Discovery Plus. Helltown. Or... um. Um, 
YouTube, Helltown. I mean, I didn't believe shit. And I still am kind of skeptical, but I woke up the other day, and Jackie Boy was uh, playing that. As soon as I woke up, I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll watch it. And then, like, it took all but five minutes. I'm like, what's going to happen next? <laughs> you know? Five minutes and you got hooked. Dude, I'm telling you. Jeez. I'm telling you. That's wild. And the thing is that after they broke that glass, and did I already say this? They broke the glass. They came back like a week or two later, and it was all covered in concrete. After everybody was saying they were fake, and you can't find those guys on YouTube anymore. I'm thinking they're in Gitmo. They're in what? Guantanamo Bay. Oh. Did it look like that fucking series of uh, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Like like that bunker in the mountain where it was all yeah. like set up good and everything? Yeah, going into the bunker. Yeah. Dude, they, f- they went into a fucking place to where there was like old ass technology and like Cause uh, the cafeterias. Because the people there knew something was going to happen. So they had. Well, they also plan. blamed that the whole sulfur smell was the one, was possibly the thing that actually tried to like isolate the creature. And that's why I had that big ass fucking bunker, like big old, like safe. Yeah. And, but the thing is, there was a punker game still being played. When they went down in there, it was in the middle of the game. And, like, people's food was still out. Like, it was freaky. That's weird. Yeah. So they had to get out there quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah, so something happened, and they had to bail. Yeah. Real quick. I don't know. I don't I don't want to linger on this too long, but, man, I mean, I watched it. And I'm like, whoa, that's neat. And, I mean... Hell, something else that's another place you can find freaky shit that's close to us is Waverly. Yeah. I mean, hell, 63,000 people died within the walls of that place. He, uh, Nate just did a face. No, I burped. Oh, I thought you had something to say about it. Okay. What kind of hospital was that? Was that a, uh... Mental hospital. Are you sure? Tuberculosis and mental. Tuberculosis. That's the yeah, that first was, one, then the other. I don't remember which order. Yeah, it was a. Um, I think right before it shut down, it was a tuberculosis hospital. Yeah. Right on the outbreak of tuberculosis. Nate, is that the same one I was talking about before? Yes. Uh, with the the long hallway going down. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um. And they they made that. Because, because they didn't want the other people that were, quote unquote, in recovery, to see dead bodies going out all the time. So they had yeah. this like fucking like half mile long, fucking ramp, going down, the and shoot. then they, they drive them away, in food trucks or something another, so nobody got, like there on the balcony, got too uh, upset. And that's the one where my sister, like, started going down that uh, down the chute, down that hallway, death chute or whatever. Yeah, 
Yeah. And she showed me pictures. It's like, okay, that's kind of dust. That's dust. It's like, no, it's seriously. It's like, well, no, yeah, if you're, I was there, I'd be like, no. <laughs> well, then you've heard of the the ghost of Tim, right? No, I have not. It's a ghost of a little boy who roams the whole the home. I don't like it. Roams the halls of the. I don't like it. Of the hospital, um, he is the ghost with the little red ball. I've heard about the. Didn't they do that on uh, American Horror Story? The mm-hmm. little red ball. Mm-hmm. That was inspired by that ghost, a little ten-year-old boy who died in that hospital. The ghost rolls the ball around the hallway and said, "If you roll it, if you roll it away, it'll roll right back to you at the same speed, same uh, precision." So let's say you were to chuck that across the hallway, it'll come right back at you ten times faster. Right back at you ten times faster. Exactly. Um, I don't know. Dude, I'm getting a little freak uh, not freaked out, but just like a little burnt out on this scary shit. I mean, it's interesting topics to talk it about. It is. It is. Um But yeah, we gotta uh, start talking about new topics. <laughs> I mean I know about how what was it the uh the lighthouse in Saint Augustine Yeah heard numerous shit about that um and then like what waverly place or whatever it's called waverly culbertson yeah but any hoodies hell you remember that old you remember that youtuber that i showed you mr nightmare with that story of the phantom camaro yeah well he uploaded one about a month ago with video footage of it. So is this guy named Des. This is a true story. All right. Hold on here, guys. But before I, before I look it up, I want to give some context. So this guy named Jake was living in this house. Uh, you know how there's some houses that have crawl spaces underneath them? Fuck yeah. Well, he kept hearing noises from inside his crawl space, which he thought was an animal. Burn the place down. Well, this girl he was dating at the time, he found out that it might have been her psychotic ex-boyfriend. And when he went down there, he caught a video of something terrifying. Dude, I don't know. Bring it up. And yes, there is video footage of this that this guy who sent the story in took. Holy shit. I don't like it. All right, Mr. Nightmare Crawl Space. This video is going to be... Sorry. We good? Yeah. I think so. This video is going to be a little different from my others, and then I'm going to focus on one story instead of three. Now, to begin, everyone knows what a crawl space is, whether you have one or you don't. An unoccupied, narrow space within a home between the ground and the first floor usually in place of a basement and used for storage. Usually the scariest things you'd find in a crawl space would be rodents or giant spider crickets jumping at you. But Jake Winger found something much more disturbing than any creepy creatures in his crawl space. Wait, what? In a nice area... He was asked to leave out his last name for safety purposes. Okay, yeah, alright. ...of Firestone, Colorado. Jake owns his own house where his girlfriend lives with him. 
Jake had met his girlfriend, who remains nameless, at a comedy club in town, and the two hit it off and would eventually start to date. At some point during this time, she opened up to him about her old abusive ex. She described her ex as a ticking time bomb, how he could at times be very sweet, and that she loved his more gentle side, but that he could switch to a completely different person just like a flick of a switch. And in this alternate personality of his, he was a very aggressive, scary man who would do things like fight bouncers at bars or punch holes in walls when angry, or even sometimes getting physical with her, and he got angry rather easily. Things would become so rocky between the two that eventually she would end things with her ex, but he didn't take that news well. She feared that her ex was stalking her parents' house at late hours of the night because either she or her parents would hear sounds from the backyard like the gate slamming shut or the backyard shed door closing. Her ex disabled all forms of social media after- With these kinds of videos, dude, his sound effects just make it so much more creepy. It does. I was actually showing the, uh, when we were talking about the vet, or not, no, not the vet, the uh, Camaro. I was showing Jackie that. The other night when I was editing, yeah. it's like, dude, did you get that uh, ominous stuff? Like, where'd you get that? It's like, no, it came from straight from the video. He's like, you should keep that. <laughs> yeah, this guy's this guy's sound effects are top of the line. Yeah, that's probably why he's so popular, though. Yeah, he has almost 5 million subscribers. Yeah, well, uh, Jackie recognized him, so. After the breakup. And she became so concerned for her well-being that she decided to move in with her current boyfriend, Jake. Now you may be wondering what does this have to do with anything? Well, on one regular night that Jake's girlfriend wasn't in the house with him, he was in his living room when he heard noises from in the crawl space. He moved from his living room to his kitchen and sat at the island for a while, continuing to listen and hearing strange occasional thumping sounds from directly below him. It was at this time that he started to record a video for his Snapchat story, assuming what he was hearing was an animal of some kind, such as a raccoon. This is why you need a gun in your house to protect yourself. You think guns have anything to do with ghosts? What is it? You'll find out. All right, we'll play it. And just for the record, so we don't get copyright striked, all credit for this video goes to Mr. Nightmare and the guy who recorded this video. Yeah. Don't copyright strike us, please. We don't own shit. We do not. Fuck that. 
down there, I swear to God, I'm leaving my own house. <laughs> You'll see. As he enters his crawl space, he stops recording for a second so that he could take another video with the flash on so that he could navigate the crawl space. The crawl space appears to be mostly empty aside from some boxes that were tucked into one corner. Jake says when he saw these boxes this way, he was confused because he didn't remember leaving them that way. I'm pretty sure I just scared all of our listeners, too. What the fuck? That is a full-grown human being. In Crawling. His... Yeah. That motherfucker was hiding. And when he saw the camera, he's like, all right, I'm going to get your ass. As Jake walks deeper into the crawl space, oh, the, the left side the expands video. further down, Jake says he heard a noise in one corner, like pebbles being scraped on the concrete floor. I did scare everybody in Belgium, Wait, didn't I? <laughs> what did you say? Did you say show the rest of the video? Yeah. It stops recording right here. Why? Uh, Because maybe he just found somebody in his fucking crawl space and he's trying to run. It would still record, though. Not on Snapchat. The second you let go of that record button, it stops recording. It, it's it's different. Excuses for every fucking thing, I guess. As he heard the noise, he turned to the corner where he saw the terrifying sight of a hunched over man dressed in all black who was hiding in the corner behind a wall, now getting up and approaching Jake. Jake. Dude, I. Mm, 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 mm. Scream sounded like a legitimate scream from somebody witnessing something as disturbing as an intruder hiding in their crawl space and then basically lunging at them. The video cuts out seconds later, as being that it was a Snapchat video. Once he let go of the record button, the video stopped. At this point, Jake explained that he ran back to the ladder of the crawl space, and as he climbed up, the man grabbed his foot and tried to pull him down. But Jake managed to kick his way out of the grip and slam the crawl space door in his face. Unfortunately, the door to the closet, which contained the crawl space door, didn't have a lock. So Jake's first instinct was to run to the kitchen and grab the biggest knife, then lock himself inside the bathroom. He heard the closet door open, and then footsteps come over to the bathroom door, and then the man on the other side of the door try the doorknob. Not knowing what kind of weapons the person might have had, Jake didn't engage the intruder in a fight. Instead, he silently called 911 and kept the line going, and eventually, he heard footsteps quickly leave the house out the front door. Now Jake told the 911 operator about the break-in, and so police came to the house, conducted a quick investigation, like and a police report was created for the incident. Jake's girlfriend refused to come to the house after hearing of the incident because she swore left and right that the man had to be her ex. It's impossible to make out any notable facial features on the man in the video. Jake says he saw that the man was wearing a black mask and his head was covered by a hood, which you can kind of see in the video. Jake also described the man to have a very tall-looking, intimidating stature despite his hunched-over posture in the crawlspace. Jake's girlfriend's ex was a very tall man, and upon watching the video, she swears it looks just like his body. Of course, this is just speculation on her part. I don't like Without it. Without solid evidence, legally they don't have much of a leg to stand on as far as pressing charges. In the video though, loud thumping and hammering type sounds could be heard in the beginning. 
and after investigating, Jake found that the intruder had ripped through some of the insulation of the crawl space and had been hammering at some of the wood in the ceiling of the crawl space, and also some of the pipes. It's unknown why he was doing this. It was also discovered that the key that the couple hides in one of their sheds outside was missing, which already revealed how the intruder got inside, and might insinuate that the man who broke in had his eyes on the house for a while. Jake changed the locks on the door that same day, but his girlfriend has yet to return to that house, worried that it's now being stalked by her crazy ex-boyfriend. I wouldn't Jake go back has either. installed the Ring doorbell camera recently, and on several occasions, he's gotten a notification from his Alexa device that there's someone at his front door, but there's never anybody actually there. Not visibly, at least. What the fuck? While there isn't any solid evidence as to who the intruder was, it may be a strong possibility that it is in fact her ex-boyfriend. What started as a guy simply trying to get a funny Snapchat story of what he assumed to be a raccoon in his crawl space turned into something much more horrifying. She better be hot. of a nightmare, even. Jake said he would keep me updated on the matter, so if any new information comes up, I'd consider making a follow-up if you guys would be interested. Dude, she better be hot for somebody to come back like that from the dead. How's that for a story? Oh, we. Let's talk about funny stuff now. <laughs> Please. Kyle just crapped his pants. A little bit. <laughs> I don't like it. Nate? Nate, what's your thoughts? I liked it. <laughs> of course you did. Hell yeah. Slap hands. I want more. <laughs> oh, my God. But uh, for those of you, like I said, we do not own any of this. If you want to go over to Mr. Nightmare's channel and check yeah. it out for yourself, please feel free to do so. Seems like he does a lot of good stuff. Oh, he does. He's the one that uh, Jackie brought up on Helltown. Yeah. So. Um, hey, dude, he, I've been watching – his content for probably the past four years, five years. I watched him in high school. Ain't no beans to me. Oh, damn it. I thought I was going to make him laugh. I think he's too locked in on this story. <sighs> Shit. Is it going to be the Tate and Nate show now with the, the horror stuff? I can leave. Nah. <laughs> Practically yeah. Yeah, go on, get Go on, get <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, fine. I'll be right here. No, I'm fucking with you. No, no. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. No, I just like the spookiness factor of it. Yeah. Did y'all ever watch this sh the show it used to be on Netflix, but I don't think it's on there. I know it's actually I know it's not on there anymore. But it was uh, an English show called Release the Hounds. I have heard of that. Dude, nope, I've never heard of it. Bring up like a clip from it, maybe. Oh, hold on, hold on. What? This one. Up or down? Up. All there. Right. Yeah, that's good. All right. Okay, yeah, so what's yeah, it called? Yeah, look up uh, Release the Hounds. So they would uh, bring up, like, these people. It's like a reality show or this, that, and everything. And they would bring in all these people. And each section of the game 
They got a damn YouTube channel. Each section of the game, they had to pick one person to do it. One of them was, like, getting into the fucking, like, hogs and, like, shit and, like, like there's body parts all over the place. Mm. Right? And, like, the faster they get through these challenges, the pick, more pick leeway up. time they have running from dogs for money. It is fucking awesome. Here. Which one do you want to do? Uh, yeah, do that top one, I guess. It's the most this one? Yeah, it's like the uh, most viewed one. So, me too, Nate. So, for £9,000, Tanya is about to run from the hounds. My advice to her? Maybe change your footwear. In there. Uh, yeah. It's pretty much reliving, like, the worst horror movie things ever. What kind of dogs is she running from? Canine units. Oh, good luck, honey. Good luck. So the better you do, the more lead time you have. Yeah. And you have a backpack full of money. Oh shit, the purge is starting. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Hell yeah. You gotta think, you're already huffing and puffing because you can hear them. Death. She deserves that nine thousand pounds. Let's see what happens. Tanya, hello. Oh, bloody hell, Matt! You're gonna give me a heart attack today, are you? Sorry, I didn't mean to make you jump. Oh, <sighs> Matt. Can you see me up here? Hello. Get ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels like we're pretty close to each other. Well, I think this game needs to go a bit more forward, Matt. They all say that. This is uh, like a brunette version of Billy Piper. You did incredibly well in that last round. You faced one of your worst fears, clowns. Oh, yeah, well, I think dogs are pretty up there. They're fast. They are fast, but you've got a 74-meter head start. Now, Tanya, I've got sad news. I'm up on this wall all on my own. The other housewife didn't make it. Oh. <laughs> so no pressure, but we really want to get some money for charity. <laughs> Give it everything. 110%, all right? Don't worry, I'm going like Linford. I'm not having them dogs mold my extensions or bite me implant. <laughs> Tanya, <laughs> take some deep breaths. The hounds are coming. no deep breaths can save me from that. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I'm getting nervous for her. I'm actually super nervous for this one. Oh. Those motherfuckers are hungry. Oh. Oh. 
So like I said, the the better you do on your challenges, right? Yeah. The closer you are to the finish line. Yeah. But the dogs stay the same. Bitch, run! That's what I'm saying. Got <laughs> And she's dead. Is that release the hounds first? Hey, cocksuckers. Thank you for listening to fucking Practically Friends podcast, motherfuckers. Here's something. Okay. Former Minnesota Vikings cornerback Jeff Glandley, Glandney dies at age 25. Why? What happened? Former Minis- I'm reading the article now. Former Minnesota Vikings cornerback and former Texas Christian University TCU standout Jeff Gladney was killed in a car accident on Monday near Dallas. His agent Brian Overstreet told the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, Gladney signed a deal with the Arizona Cardinals during the 2022 offseason. 25. I do love the Cardinals, but fuck. That's, that's sad. That's that's one thing you never want to hear is like. He was 22? 25. 25. Oh, 25. But still. That's, that's still, still so sad. young. Like, no matter what profession you do, whenever you're just getting started, when they're that young – it's. That sounds to me like it's straight out of college. It pra- practically was. Yeah. Jackie Jack said earlier, we are now on Apple Podcasts. We are now on Jujul, working on Pandora. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and you can also tune in on these conversations that we just had. You can go to our email at practicalfriendspodcast at gmail.com and let us know like what your your daily driver would be, your weekend car, your project, any other topics we can talk about. Let us know. Give us your feedback, and we will take a look, and we will rate it and give us our own personal feedback. Yes, sir. That was fucking... All right, and we're back. So, this is one of those nights to where we're kind of... uh, They don't need to know all that. Huh? They don't need to know all that. What, that we're reaching for stories? And this is what we got. Okay, well, they don't need it. And welcome back to Practically Friends Podcast. I thought that it might be fun to share this story between Nate and I about the time that we went out to Boot Scoots. Go ahead. You start. Okay. So it was um, one of the times, and unfortunately, Boot Scoots. Boot Scoots um, doesn't actually exist anymore, but it was a you know, good old honky tonk right there, like right down the road from our neighborhood. And um, my father drove us down there. And. Uh, we, we, um, 
proceeded to celebrate New Year's Eve properly. Do you remember the top, remember that that night where um, I tried to buy those girls drinks? I remember everything about it. How about you tell the, your version of me trying to buy those girls drinks? Yeah, you tried to buy the girls drinks, and then they ended up dancing to us to Kid Rock, no, dancing with us to Kid Rock. No, they didn't. That's not what I remember. It's <laughs> probably a different couple of girls. The ones that I bought drinks for like down the bar I bought them and say hey get them whatever they want and I walked over there and I didn't have a pickup line because I figured the drink was the pickup line and I was just like hi hi and they were like hey bye <laughs> and they just left with their guys I'm like and I just went back to sit next to Nate That's like painful. so Oh, my tail was between my legs so hard. <laughs> you remember that, that now, don't you? That's painful. No, I don't remember that part. Yeah, I remember that. Trust me, I remember that part. He said it still eats my soul to this day. Damn right. <laughs> I remember going there one night listening to fucking a terrible ass Leonard Skinner cover band. <laughs> was that the same night as the... Uh, a mechanical bull? No. Oh. Well, I'm talking about the night with the mechanical bull. Oh, God. Yeah, I couldn't stay all the motherfuckers <laughs> saved my life. Let's tell that story, because that's fucking funny. So, they had a mechanical bull, Tate, right? And the thing is, is that they had, like, a full-on, like, inflatable thing around the bull. Oh, jeez. Right? And uh, there was one dude... That was like joysticking the thing around, right? And um, I was like, "Hell yeah, I want to get on that!" You know, I get on that motherfucker, and he throws me off instantly. <laughs> obviously, people just want to see girls in the mechanical bull. And then right after me, or slightly thereafter me, it was Nate, and um, I did have to help you up on the bull. Yep. Like, it was like almost like a trampoline, but like I had to get him up, up on there. And then they, he turned it around. The guy that was uh, controlling the, the Yeah. With the joystick or whatever. He turned it around and just yanked him off real quick. <laughs> he just wanted to see girls on there. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was a fun-ass night, though. All right. Now do we want to go... That was one of the nights where Dad dropped us off, and then we had to stumble home. Oh, God. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) (laughs) Stumble home. Oh, yeah. It was was right right down the road. All right, Kyle, do you want to go over our drunkest moments? I think I maybe covered one of them. Well, why don't you start, and then that way I have a chance to think about mine. Ugh. I think I may have told you this story, whether it was on the podcast or not, but it was when we went up to Purdue University. How long ago was this? This was a few months ago. Okay. So, it's me and a couple of my friends. We're going up to see a couple of our friends from high school, right? So, we decide, you know what? 
fuck it, we're going to have a couple people over. We're going to go balls to the wall drinking tonight. Uh, horrible idea. Horrible idea. Um, I decided it'd be a good idea to mix drinks. What, clear and brown? Whiskey, vodka, and beer. Yeah, that's that's. You clear. don't do that. Yeah, you don't do that. Yeah. I, I, Boy, never, I, I swear, never. don't make me slap the stupid out of you. <laughs> oh, I, I knew it, but I was like, you know what, I want to get... I want to create a memory. Yeah, you mix your color. Well, you're going to exclude some memories. That's the thing. You oh, drink, no. I'm, you drink one color. I'm talking and about. You have some memories. I'm talking about memories for somebody else, and then they tell the story to you. Oh, the next well, that day. makes sense. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I ended up having, I think it was three beers. Um, well, that's not that much. I'm not done. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, what well, else did you have now? Uh, <laughs> it was about nine shots of Canadian Club, which is a type of whiskey. Ew. Oh, ew. <laughs> Fuck Canadian whiskey. Jesus. <laughs> Why would you put that in your body? It's the only. Sh- it's the only shit we had. All right, we were on a budget. Leave me alone. You're at Purdue. They should have had something fancier. Okay, then it was screwdrivers. And we had screwdrivers. Oh, I've, I've, yeah. Okay. Continue. I've had them before. Yeah. Tenra. Yeah, two hours into that. Like, the first hour, yeah, I was drunk, but I was feeling good. Next hour goes by. I feel like death. Room <laughs> starts spinning. I start to get. Oh, you got the spins. That's big, the worst, dude. Big time. Isn't it? Oh, it's. You start awful. getting the spins. There's no way to lay down you can't. for it to stop. You have to throw up. Pretty much. But the only way to get rid of the spins is you have to have your face in the toilet and and then maybe get back into bed before daybreak. Yep. But um, so room started spinning. And you know how sometimes when you get drunk and you get the spins, you start to get really hot? Oh, yeah. I started sweating. Like bullets, right? Sweating bullets. It was bad. Um, and then when, if you just so happen to get a fan on you, or let alone a uh, uh, AC on you, it's like ice icicles on you. Well, that's the thing. The time we went, it was super cold up there, like 20 degrees. So they opened up the window that was right next to me. So that was just blasting on me. Please tell me you were half-assed out that window. <sighs> it was a screen window. But that the cold air was just blasting right on me. Yeah. So it felt good for a moment. Then I like kind of dozed off, woke up, head over the side <clears throat> of the futon. Hell yeah. And I looked over at my buddy Dante. He was holding. Coming Dante! back. With, coming back with Dante. Yeah, Dante. Dante, if you're listening, I love you, my boy. We all love you, Dante. Um. So he was holding like a pot, like a cooking pot in his hand. I said, Dante, toss me the pot. Like toss me the pot, and I was ta- I was talking just like that. Yeah, because yeah. I was about to hurl, throw my guts up. So he tossed me the pot. Here I am, face down in this pot, 
throwing my guts up for I only threw up for probably five minutes, but whew, afterwards, mm. and let me just say, throwing up, it is, especially with alcohol, it is extremely painful. Extremely painful. Especially because, you know, like, if it's, if it's like, strictly, like, booze-booze, like, oh, yeah. like whiskey and vodka and stuff like that, it's oh, painful. dude, it stings on the way up. It's horrible, but afterwards, you feel so much better. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it doesn't sting me. <laughs> All right, there, highfalutin bastard. You're just made of steel, mate. He is. I have fucking guts of steel. Yes, he does. A liver of steel, people. He has the it iron. Takes years and years of practice. He has the iron liver. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. It it feels alright coming up, and then afterwards, I'm just like, oh, all right, I'm ready to go again. <laughs> Come on. Bartender United. Um, but <laughs> after I got done throwing my guts up, I went and cleaned out the pot. Uh, I looked over at Dante and um, our other friend Connor. I was like, please tell me you guys at least have some mouthwash somewhere. Say some more fucking white names, please. Dante and Tanner. Connor. 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 Dante. Skyler. No. The Air, other, Aaron. The other two guys. The other two. <laughs> Let him finish the story, buddy. The other two guys that were with us was my buddy Nick that I told you guys about. And then there's my, another one. And my buddy Vincent. Oh, there's another one. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh God bless. Fucking Skyler and Tanner and. Fucking, oh, let me guess. Aiden was close by. Yeah. Did, there did, was did, no Aidens. Did you all cook pancakes? <laughs> no, but they <laughs> No, but they did give me a ham sandwich. That's not such a white thing to do. Yes, it yeah. is. Mm. Please good, continue. Good ham, though. Very good ham, though. Good ham, he says. <laughs> Why? <laughs> was you screaming necessary? Good ham. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, So, the next morning, yeah, and the next morning, I had to drive me, Nick, and Vince home. It is a three-hour drive. Dude, that's like from Tampa to Orlando. That's that's far. Keep in mind, Purdue University is only about an hour to an hour and a half away from Chicago. It, oh my God. That's where, that's where, um... That that buddy of mine I told you about in the thermo, yeah, yeah, whatever, uh, yeah, like he went. I think he went to Purdue. Yeah. Let me just say that drive home was excruciating. It was miserable. I can only imagine. And they they were sleeping on the way home. I was like, "Fuck, both of you," <laughs> into another dimension. Yeah. Oh. Like you know how much I love I hate you guys right now on a molecular level. No. Go to college and figure it out. I made sure <laughs> see and I made sure like I knew I was going to be feeling like death when I got home. So yeah. I made sure they dropped their cars off at my house so I didn't have to drive them to their separate houses. So I got home, they got their stuff, they got their cars, they left. I went upstairs and I slept for the rest of the day. Yeah. 
We left Purdue at probably about one o'clock. Got home at four. I went to sleep like one one p.m. to four p.m. Four p.m. Okay. Fell asleep at four thirty. Did not wake up till three a.m. Shit, I could outdo that. <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Oh, it was yeah. horrible. Uh, you know, one of the things though, when whenever you have like a full on fucking adventure like that, and drinking good with friends and whatnot is that um, you said you slept from when to when? 4.30 p.m. to 3 in the morning. Okay, so normally, like, Nate, you're probably going to attest to this. 4.30 to 3 a.m., that's obviously not enough. But the thing is, is that... Um, you wake up at 3 something a.m. And you're like, what? It doesn't matter how much ice cold water you drink, what kind of food you get, whatever. It still doesn't fix it. You just have to sit there and, like, wiggle around until you finally sleep enough to sleep it off. And it, that's that's part of that's the equivalent of uh, water torture right there. My mind. I I usually only need about four or five hours of sleep. Yeah, because you're I'm a goddamn go. trooper. And I go to work the next day. Nah, goddamn right you do. <laughs> yeah, after that, after that, I had to go work a ten-hour shift. After that sleep, <sighs> awful, awful. <laughs> but let me just say, I was drinking. I probably drank about seven canteens of water that day. At canteens? Work. That's a new fucking thing of measurement. Well, that that's the that's the measurement of water that they use to determine how much water soldiers have to drink in the military. Which little fun fact here? I learned this from my cousins who are ex-marines. They're never ex-marines, right? Well, one of them is out. One of them no, is still... but they're always going to be a Marine. Yeah. Anyway, when they went through boot camp, their expectations every day was to drink 19 canteens of water. That sounds about right. Yeah. Look with, how much with, a can... With all the stuff that they have to do... That's a lot of water. It is a lot of water. But... That's that's the little fun fact. Tate's fun facts. Tate's fun facts. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Nate, can you uh, or what do you want from me? <laughs> what do you want from the sergeant? Sarge, I want to hear one of your most drunk moments. If you're not willing to tell it. You can tell a little bit less truck moment. Why don't you go before me? Okay, I will. I mean, you're the goddamn host. I, I haven't really thought about it. Ouch. All right, I can tell you one right off the bat. Oh, and uh, the thing is, is that Nate may or may not have been, you were a part of it. I, I was probably there. I think I know which story you're going to tell. Uh, you want to try and guess? 
He's smiling already. Look at him. You uh, pissing on the floor? <laughs> Wait, Sp- what? Spiffy's house? Yep. He's shaking his head yes. Yep. <laughs> okay, so. Um, oh, Kyle. Oh, Kyle. <laughs> so, okay, so. We got him. We got him. <laughs> <laughs> we got him. Yeah, we got, dude. We got Sarge Stumler to laugh, yeah, folks. Yeah, dude. The Sarge needs to fill out a report. All right, carry on, Kyle. <laughs> do I? Do I have to? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Um, so we were friends with a certain person, we'll just call him Spiffy, and it was, uh, the job that I had when I first came back up here the first time, they ended up having a compound, like a fucking commune, right? And I want to say it was like, yeah, it was like three stories high. And on my 20th birthday, not my 21st, my 20th, I I think I, God, it was a lot of whiskey and a lot of monster. And I was with my... uh, That's what we drank, Monster Mash. Yeah, that's what we called it. Yeah. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. We called it Monster Mash. It was uh, it was fucking like Monster M80 oh with uh, uh, wild turkey American honey. No, 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 no. Um, it was with either Jim Beam or Jack Daniels. Well, it was something honey. But anyways. Nothing honey. It was just regular Jim Beam or Jack anyways. Daniels. Anyways. So, dude, look at me. I'm drinking... I do half and half of mugs this tall all night. Oh, dear God. It's one of the nights where they actually redid this, my bow tie t- tattoo. And uh, the thing is, is that, dude, one thing led to another, and they gave us a spare bedroom on the top floor, right? And when I say us, I mean me and my ex-wife, yeah. but, but my fiance at the time. And apparently, I got up to pee, and I missed the bucket, and I hit the wall, and it dripped on everybody all the way down. And I went right back into bed. Okay. And then I had to go to my 20th birthday at my aunt's house. My dad was shitting my. Ugh. He he was he was shitting on me the entire time. But I didn't know about what actually happened until the next day, when I was able to finally like sleep it off. I wake up <laughs> and I see messages from these guys that were in this uh, commune. It's like what the. F- Fuck. It's like, what do you mean? For real? <laughs> I had to work with these, some of these guys. <laughs> uh, it's like, what do you ha- what do you mean? What happened? But that was embarrassing. It's like you pissed down the entire house. Hey man, I'm sorry I got talent. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't say that, but I wish I would have. Oh, God. But, uh, yeah, let's just say we didn't party there ever again. <clears throat> well, yeah. I wouldn't. Now I've got a plenty more drunk stories like that. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> uh, what hmm. about you, man? Oh, wait, no. You. Well, I don't remember what happened the night before, but fucking, I remember uh, when you littled me in my uh, apartment building at Parkview. Yeah. You walked out, and I was I was laid on the couch butt-ass naked asleep. Yep. <laughs> I remember that. I mean. No, nothing. All, Dude. All, all, all he saw and all was of his glory. In all of his glory. <laughs> Thankfully, he was facing towards the back of the couch. Yeah, so so he didn't see my schmeckle. <laughs> schmeckle. No, I saw I saw a fruit basket. Oh. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> they saw everything. What, you jealous? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm trying to get him happy. Oh, he's happy. We caught him laughing a few times. We, <laughs> we got him a few times. Uh, drunk stories, drunk stories. Drunk stories. Oh. Uh-oh. When I lived in uh, Greenwood up by uh, Indianapolis. Okay. I don't know if I know this one. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you don't. But... <laughs> um... And this is going to make me sound like C, which I think I know. People who uh, need to know, know. Yeah. So just say C, yeah. And fucking, uh, I, I laid my pack of cigarettes down. Where at? Oh, I remember where I laid them down, uh. My friend at the time had, like, one of those, like, island kind of, like, bars in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I set him on there. So, I went to go get a cigarette, and I was drunk. <laughs> I mean, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But I couldn't find my cigarettes. So, I st- there was, like, newspapers and shit on the counter. I was like... Who took my fucking cigarettes? <laughs> and, uh, I mean, that's almost the end of the story. I was just, you know, trying to find my fucking cigarettes. And, uh, come to find out the next day, one of my former friends admitted to me that she took my cigarettes. Mm. Oh, you gotta love it. I, I do have. One more story. I think you guys are going to love this. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> so the thing is, is that um, I don't know how much I need to preface. I had a good job, right, right out of high school. And I would go to my friend D's house. You know who D is, right? Nate. I mean, I can figure it out. Yeah, yeah. We'll figure... Uh, maybe we'll tell again. I don't want to 
disclose his name until he's on. And uh, Dale. So the thing is, is that <laughs> I would go over to his house every damn day after I got off of work, right? And whether it be just for a few hours to work on the Stang, you know, and go home and sleep and go right back to work, or it be all night. He's the one that used to have that fucking, like, F-150, and instead of just parking it into the drive or on the sidewalk, he would just ram it into the fucking palm tree as his break. Like, <laughs> goosh! Oh, Dale, D's home. <laughs> It was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so the thing is. <laughs> that laugh kills me every time. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> now I have to get back to. Rammed into the palm tree. He's home. Uh, that was prefacing. Then what were you talking about? I don't know. I'm trying to get back to it. So you go over to his house every day after work. Sometimes you stay the night. To work on a Stang. Yeah. F-150. Scrappy. That was the name of the truck. Scrappy. Well, we just prefaced everything that you told us. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of stories that happened over there, so I'm going to have to get back to you guys on that because I, I just lost my fucking train of thought. All right, so we're moving on to yeah, the next topic. On. Sorry well, about that, people. I got several stories. <laughs> he just dropped his fucking phone like, God damn it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's funny the way he said it. <laughs> In the oh, I remember now. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it, Kyle. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm telling mine first, then, because. Back of the truck. Just tell me that whenever it's my turn. Uh, well, well, the same friend. I moved back here for, I don't know, years, something, something like that. Then I moved back up there to live with the same buddy yeah. with the house because he moved out of his parents' home and shit like that. And, shit uh, like that. Well, I got drunk off fucking Bacardi. Oh. Ooh. Good old Bacardi. That just made me think of another story. Shit. Oh, God. And then, so, I open the door and walk out of the apartment and uh it's first or second floor no no it's a yeah second floor I okay thank i think, think i can't <laughs> really recall i mean okay. this is this is like 2007 okay but i walk out and he has new neighbors moving in and they have boxes on the porch like empty boxes with packing peanuts in them yeah like in front of the door. So I looked at it, I was like, Ooh <laughs> So Mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I grabbed a box, bring it back into the apartment, sit on the floor, 
behind the couch. Because the couch is kind of in the middle of the floor. Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. it was just kind of the setup of the apartment. Yeah. And I lift up the box of packing peanuts over my head. Uh. And I just start going, look at me. It's snowing. It's snowing. It's snowing. <laughs> I was like, it is Christmas. It is Christmas. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That's awesome, dude. Oh, man. What happened afterwards? Oh, his girlfriend hated me. (laughs) Was his girlfriend supposed a fiancé or whatever? I got kicked out. (laughs) Okay, so before I forget, I was prefacing like... Back of the truck. D and the truck and all that stuff. But the thing is is that um, after a while, you know, like still going to his house right after work, you know... This, that, and the other thing. And it was usually in my red truck. Uh, Nate, you remember my red truck, right? The yeah. Colorado. Yeah, the Colorado. Yeah, the Colorado. Colorado. So, the thing is, is that one thing ha- one thing led to another, and we got way too fucking drunk. We had one friend that was old enough to go to a package store slash, like, bar that was shady. And we would get Goldschlager. Oh, shit. Oh, that's the one with the little golden flakes in it? That's right. Tastes like cinnamon? Yep. Oh. <clears throat> <laughs> so, the thing is, is that um, we would do that and play, like, what, Mafia 1 or Mafia 2 on a TV this big. It was in the ghetto. Um, Ghetto superstar. That is what you are. But uh, the thing is, is that I guess we were trying to do, I don't remember what we were doing, but I all I remember is that I was in the bed of my own truck. Just, just like killed over. And it was D and uh Seahawk. Remember? They were driving me around out and they just put me in the bed of my truck in case we had to get pulled over to where I had to show like I guess proof of I don't know. It sounded fine at the time. But um and then I barely remember this, but I always am told of this story that they went to the fucking Habib Mark or whatever and some homeless dude came up and was like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like... <laughs> with a backpack full of puke and everything. <laughs> and uh, D and Seahawk said, nah, he's fine. And he just petted me. The homeless guy just petted me in the bed of my truck. What? And, well, no, he actually walked as they backed out. And as they pulled away, he petted me the entire time. I didn't know about that until the next day. What the hell? I had a homeless guy pet me. What the it's okay. <laughs> I'll teach you the way. <laughs> I've been there before. 
My young Padawan. <laughs> Padawan. There's that, and then um. Fuck. Let's move on to the next topic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn, that was a good fucking suction right there. That was great. Mm. Hey, how about we do this? How about Nate and Tate do a goddamn promo? I've done 20 goddamn promos already. Yeah, but you only have two that I can use. All right. No, I've got a good one from you. But I'm saying, like, the Nate and Tate Show sponsors Practically Friends. It does indeed. (laughs) The Nate and Tate Show does sponsor Practically Friends Podcast. So, to all you out there listening, yes, Belgians, we're talking to you as well. If you want to send in your drunkest stories, your funniest drunken stories, please send it in to us at practicallyfriendspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Spotify. Google. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Damn right. YouTube. You can find us on SoundCloud. Spotify. <laughs> We are working on Pandora in the moment, but you can also find us at practicallyfriendspodcast at gmail.com if you want to send us in your stories, whether it be uh, the different topics we're about to talk about, the scariest moment of your life, biggest regret in life, most embarrassing moment, or your funny drunken stories with your pals or your family. Drunk ass podcast. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But I think that's a good transition into our next topic. Watch, he's drinking out of the toilet. Get the fuck out of it. Yep, what I say. (laughs) (laughs) That hurt. But uh, that promo, I think, is a good transition into our next topic, which would be the scariest moment you've ever experienced of all time. Nate, let's start with you, man. Just waking up in the morning. He is not wrong. He is not wrong. <laughs> That's scary as hell. <laughs> yeah, it is. Dude, I'm with you. <laughs> Especially when when I walk when I walk out and Kyle keeps trying to tell me all these stories and all, see what he's doing. Uh, look, look what he's doing. And, 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 and like all the all this shit and fucking. Uh, I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. I just got up. <laughs> Okay, duly noted. <laughs> we won't ask you anything more. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Hungry ass birds over here, I guess. You gotta give them the bird seed. <laughs> okay. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what about yours? What was the scariest moment of yours, dude? Scariest moment of all time. Ooh. Without getting too cynical, because I can think of like some like cynical shit, but like like uh, Pratt. Pratt. As, as he looks at me. No, I'm looking at him. Oh, the sc- one of the scariest things that. This kind of happened to me and my family. Okay. So this is a couple years ago. 
You know how I told you about how me and my family go out to Lincoln every year? Have I ever told you that? Maybe. Lincoln State Park? Go stay in the cabins? Sounds familiar. Okay. But I think I was 15 when this happened. 14, 15, something like that. Well, this, this hasn't happened since, but I used to be known to be the sleepwalker in my family. Oh, shit. What? Just tell me. We've already, we've already talked about it on the episode. Did we? Oh. Yeah. We already talked about that. He's sleepwalking out of a cabin? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, let me These think are here. probably going to be all topics we've already talked about, though. Good looking out. No, no, no. You don't have to cover it. Good looking out. Thank it, you for that, Nate. It's probably yeah. going to be all topics we've, we have already talked about. Thank you, Nathan. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for uh, letting us know that. Other than that, probably when I found out that this whole thing with Russia was going on, and I realized my cousin, Jansen, I love you, man, uh, was station- he is currently stationed over in uh, Okinawa, Japan. Not far from Russia at all. When I heard all that was going on, um, I was worried. I was worried sick. I was scared to death that he was going to get deployed over there. Yeah, but thank God he did. Okinawa, Okinawa, in Japan. But he didn't get deployed. He's staying over there till the end of his deployment, which actually should be up here very soon. So, Jansen, if you ever listen to this, I love you, man. You know I'm safe. He's due back soon. Very soon. That's good. Uh, Kyle, what about you? My scariest moment? Of all time. Uh, shit. Um, no, I, um, we were out in a field. Fucking bogging around in my, my red truck, right? With D. And Seahawk, right? With a girl named Jay. Let's just call her Jay. So it was D in the driver's seat, me in the passenger seat in the front, Jay behind Dale, the D, and then Seahawk behind me. And we were just bogging around. Right? It's my truck. Yeah. And I'm not driving it. And he got so sideways to where... Like that. Like, on the right two wheels. Oh, boy. And he fucking rode that shit for, it seemed like, miles. But I know it's not. Obviously, it's not. It was probably about, I don't know, half a foot... Uh, a third of a football field. I could have touched the ground like that. Being out. And we finally slammed back down on all fours. I said, fucking stop. We all got out. And I almost hit my friend. I just remembered a good one. 
That was that was a scary fucking moment, bro. Oh, I bet. Because I, I thought I was going to get mushed. Mush, that, mush, mushed. No, I actually do remember a legitimate scary moment instead of, you know, me waking up in the morning or whatever. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. Every time I, I have a car breakdown and my granddad coming down with a towing strap to tow me. Okay. Just because he's a shit driver. <laughs> That's funny. No, That's I'm, funny. I mean, seriously, he scares the shit out of me with his fucking driving. Yeah, there's a couple people in my life that are like that, that I yep. will remain nameless. But, and... I'm going to have to edit the fuck out of that story there, because I keep on tell, dropping names and shit. Yeah. Um... I said I'm going to go back and fix it. Don't point at the fucking rules. <laughs> huh. <laughs> but your story actually just helped me remember another scary time. This is going back to my childhood days. Uh, I was about 11 or 12 at the time. This is when uh, me and the neighborhood friends would all go out and play manhunt. Oh, this yeah. is just right around the time that our parents would start letting us go out a little that bit. That shit was fun as fuck back then. Yeah, I, let I, us stay out a little bit after dark on certain days. So weekends, for example, we could stay out, I think, till like 10. One night, we decided to play manhunt. And me and one of my friends who could never be found, well... We were in our hiding spot, and we started to hear footsteps. Well, we thought we thought it was one of the seekers. Keyword, we thought. Mm-hmm. So we, we kind of shushed, but, like, we still – I had an iPod Touch at the time, and so did he. So we were just kind of going back and forth. We're like, oh, who is that? Like, that's, that's not any of the other – people what we saw we saw this really fucking tall ass man dude had to be at least like six four and he was he was a big dude too like not just tall he was buff as fuck well we seen him start to just like walk around but i swear to god like it was out of a movie it was a winnebago no it it, it was a regular human being michael myers like it was out of a movie, the entrance to our hiding spot, he stops right in front of our fucking hiding spot. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So, I don't know how the hell me and him stayed as quiet as we did, but I... Did you have cover? Yeah, so I... Keep in mind, this is in dark, and me and him are wearing all black. Like, black shoes, pants, Racist. and... Hoodies with the hoods over our head. Yeah. But I had my hood up enough to where it's like I could still see in front of me, but nobody could see me. But I had my my arm over my mouth, so it's like he it kind of muffled my breathing, so he yeah. couldn't hear it. Well, he starts kind of walking through the trees and the bushes. Like, I don't know what the hell he was doing or who he was. Still have no idea who he was to this day. 
But he sounds just, like nobody does. He's kind of just looking around, looking around at his surroundings, and he looks up into the top of this tree where my friend was. Kind of stares stares up there for a couple minutes, but then he, he brings his head back down, turns around, and just walks away. About faces. Yeah, but we wait there for about ten minutes. And we come out of our spot. Um, I'm scared at this point. Jesus. Oh, me. He got down. Me and him are whispering. We're like, who in the fuck was that? Like, we were. That's scary as shit, dude. Well, keep in mind, after we said that, me and him are dead silent, pale as ghosts, white as ghosts. Okay. So we start walking back, and. He kind of stops me. He's like, look over there, pointing towards out into the field that's behind our neighborhood. Your buddy is trying to tell you to go out in the middle of the field? No, he stops me and points me in the direction of the field saying, look, there is that son of a bitch in the tree line probably about the length of a football field away from us. Okay. Well, this time he, he sees us. No. Yep. So me and him look at each other, and I look at him. I say, run. That's all I said was run. Dude, about fucking face. We took the fuck off. And right as we did, I got him in front of me because he was younger than me. Kind of like, you know. Yeah, yeah. making sure he gets to safety first. Well, he starts going. I start going. I turn around, and this motherfucker is... In a full sprint. Wait. Coming Not your friend. This guy. The other guy. He was coming after us. Dude, come on. But thank God we know that neighborhood as good as we do. Even in pitch black, we can walk around that neighborhood with our what, eyes closed. What year was this? 11 or 12. Um, say around 2012, 2013. Dude. Come on. Really? Well, the second time I turn around and look, he's he's nowhere to be seen. So at this point, we get we start texting all our friends like, "Hey, game's called off. Get inside." And I mean, nothing nothing happened ever since then. So we don't know who the hell that was or what their intentions were. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either, man, but fuck. I'm not I'm not calling you a liar. But, but you're it, being it, skeptical. It, I am being a little bit of a skeptic. And that's that's fine. Yeah, but ugh. No, I I remember having a uh, story like that. <sighs> Like I, I just got a cold chill thinking yeah. about it. I, I, I mean, I remember having a uh, thing close to that, but like not even close. It was uh, one of the newest houses there in the neighborhood before I moved down to Florida, and we were trying to like we were like playfully trying to like you know 
get up there and like spy a little bit. Yeah. And um God, I can't even remember what happened. But it was freaky. And we all ran. And then I moved down to Florida. <laughs> so God. That's the only time that, that actually brought like your story brought that up to me. That's kind of weird. It is. Hell, maybe it's linked. I have no idea. But I mean, hell, that's that's a fucking that's a fucking story. I'm glad that nothing bad happened to you. Yeah, I'm I'm glad nothing happened to either of us. But all right, should we move on to the next topic? Because <laughs> like, it sounds like we should. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, so the next topic is uh Hey buddy. Hi. <laughs> okay, well that that brought some light into it. Biggest regret. Alright, can you start with him? I gotta go grab some smokes. Go for it. Nate and Tate show will take over temporarily. Rub, rub some what? He's going to grab some cigarettes. Oh. Oh, hell, I thought he was about to go snap his fucking carrot. (laughs) Middle of the podcast. (laughs) What a dick. Most embarrassing moment. Biggest regret. Biggest regret. Mm. Maybe not going to college. Yeah. Uh, what about not going to college? Do you do you regret the most? Like not getting a better education, not meeting new people. Maybe I could have gotten a better job. Better job? You know. I feel you there. I went I went to school, to college for like a semester, but personal problems got in the way, so I had to withdraw. Yeah. And that happens from time to time. It does. But. Mm. I think, I think my biggest regret in life was uh hold on <coughs> sorry my biggest regret in life was um showing love to uh to the people in life that didn't deserve it maybe i take that away that that's mine too cuz i mean here we go again with the more motivational shit between Nate, Nate and Tate yeah. Um, but there's there's gonna be people coming in and out of your life. We all know that. Whether you whether you choose to keep them in your life or not is your choice. But there's there's gonna be those people who come into your life and treat you like shit. But you have to feel like you have to treat them like family. Yep. Um. There's there's been a handful of people in my life that. I've done that, but mm-hmm. Mine at, the, too. at the end of the day, I look at it as like, 
it's not really like a loss or a defeat on your behalf, whereas it's more of a learning experience. You learn um, people's tendencies. You learn how they act around you, and you learn whether to tell whether someone's being completely real with you or whether they're being fake. Yeah, and there's so many people out there that have been that 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 are fake. I mean, oh, several. there's tons of them. And the easiest way, one of the easiest, biggest ways to tell if somebody's real or if somebody's fake is when they show up or whether they start to come around when it benefits them. Yeah. Because a real friend's going to stick by you whether you're at your peak or whether you hit rock bottom. But a snake is going to come around when you're shining brighter than any star in the sky. Yep. And, hey, do you know who's not fake? That man right there. This man right here, Kyle Williams. Oh, thank you, guys. But, yeah, I'd have to say my biggest regret in life was uh, showing love and peace to people who just didn't deserve it. I can can relate to that 100%. I mean, just I've given money to so many people haven't asked for fucking anything back. Me too. You know, shit like that. You know, bought them shit, food, cigarettes, whatever. You know, just giving them a place to sleep. I'm at my lowest moment. They look at me like I'm fucking nothing. Not all of them. Huh? I said not all of them. No, 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 no. We're talking about yeah those those people. Yeah, the snakes. The snakes. Okay. Yeah. Fake people. Yeah, but yeah, they'll they'll just come around, and just look at me like I'm fucking nothing, you know. And yep. And that's that's another thing about me. If I if I come up to you and I say I love you, I fucking mean it. I'm gonna be around forever. You need something, All right? One call away. Let me know. You need a place to stay. Bed's open. You need food, pantry's yours. Fridge right. is yours. Right. If you need a ride, I'll be on my way. How many times have I tried to offer things like that? So many times. To uh, you, to, to DJ, to David, twice. And then God knows fucking other people. But... But the thing is, it's so easy to actually end up getting taken advantage of it's, of your kindness. I don't know if you are, you guys already uh, covered that, but yep, yes, yeah. especially especially in today's world, like today in today's world, it's so much more common, and it's it's sad, honestly, because it's like it's how, depressing. How it's not even sad; it's depressing. How hard. Is it to actually to say you're going to be there for somebody and actually walk the walk? It's not very hard. It's not hard at all. No. But but the thing is, it's so much easier to say that you will it is. and not do it. And like, like I was telling him, I think you heard this like 
the last bit of it. Those kinds of people only want to come around when you're successful, when you got exactly. when you got everything that they want to see and 100%. that they possibly want to take from you. Yeah. So they, they call them Klingons. Klingons and dick riders. Ooh, I like that second one. Hey, dick ride you for fame. I'd be lucky if I had a couple of the second ones. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, just trying to be funny. Lighten it but, up. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really not that hard. I mean, it's not hard, and it's pitiful. What's not hard? What what are we talking? Like, what's not hard? To be a real friend. Yeah. To actually be there for somebody and walk the walk. It's of hard to find a good friend to be a good friend, too. That's exactly. the hard part. Exactly. To maintain that friendship, look at me and Nate. We're looking at 12, 13 years. It's easy as shit. Maybe coming up on 14. Prob- yeah, you're probably right. But the thing is that you got to you gotta think, you got to remember, like, finding good people is the gold mine right oh, yeah right it's easy to extort that that vein or it's whatever easy. friendship it's... afterwards but it's to find it that's when you're lucky you know what i'm saying yeah it's it's easy yeah it's i mean it's easy to find someone but no, then... it's not no it's not it's a shot in the dark. It was easy for us because we just fucking click. Yeah. Okay? It's it's not easy to find a friend. But, I mean, I can... It's easy once you find that friend. It's pretty easy to maintain that friend and let it grow. You know? It's almost like a bonsai tree. You know, once it actually sprouts, fuck, it's easy. But to get it to sprout, or like, I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. All right, so Kyle, what is your biggest regret in life? Not coming back up here sooner. All right. And there's. That was hard to say, actually. It, It sounded like it. And I have one more regret. Go ahead. I do too. You first, mate. Not spending more time with the people that I, from my family, that have died. Yep. I think we can all agree to that. Absolutely. My grandmother. I kind of wish that you'd been able to meet Granny, bro. Granny was fucking hard. <laughs> Remember I told you guys about her just slicing? <laughs> um, yeah. What's it called? Um, uh, snapping turtles' heads off with a fucking spade like this. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what? Yeah. Go ahead, Tate. Not... Not winning the sectional championship in high school after my grandfather died. Um, but 
at the same time, for the final turnout, every single person in the bowling alley, including me and my opponent, <coughs> said the same thing, that nobody could have asked for a better turnout. It was me. Could have swore. Didn't, didn't we talk about this? We yeah. did, but yeah. I'm going to say this for the people that didn't hear it. Yeah, go ahead and say it again. It was, they called it, they named this brother brother v. brother. Yeah. Me versus my, my brother in arms, Evan, who practically was a friend. That And he was <coughs> practically another grandchild to my grandparents. He grew up right across the street from their house. So when when it came down to the final match, I was the leader. He he was at the bottom of the chain, but he he got his way up to the top. Are you right-handed or left-handed? Lefty. Are you're a lefty? And <laughs> this is going to be weird, but I am a two-hander. Ambidextrous. No, I I'm a two-handed bowler. You ever heard of uh, Jason Belmonte? Whatever. <laughs> I don't I know I I haven't. But me and him were in the final match. He I think he he beat me by I think it was close to 20. But people were coming up to me saying that it should have been a different turnout. I looked him in the eyes. I was like I couldn't have asked for a better turnout and I guarantee you my grandpa wouldn't have asked for a better one either. Goddamn right. Okay, to shine, make this a little bit better. Moving on to the last and final topic. All right. Most embarrassing moments. Oh. It's when that homeless guy petted me in the back of my own truck. (laughs) 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 That's That's one of them. That's pretty embarrassing. That's one of them. And that's also when I first wake up in the morning. Me Your most embarrassing moment is when you wake up in the morning. Me fucking too. <laughs> yeah. Cause, Cause hell, what if I wake up in the morning wood or something? <laughs> That's why you have a door, man. <laughs> Jesus. And a lock. You can crank one out real quick, go out, be just fine. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, well. Uh, no, um, uh, I think motherfucker, I'm 36 years old. I don't wake up in the morning horny. Shit, go. I fear for 36 then. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, I, I wake up in the morning with 10 minutes to go till I have to be at work. So do I. <laughs> God damn it, I'm old. <laughs> oh God! After throw clothes on, run out the fucking door. Yup. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes if I leave my keys on the uh, dining room table, I have, I have to go to throw get it down. I have to throw, throw them down to him. Fucking <laughs> Kyle might try to say something to me. I'll be like, I can't talk right now. I gotta go. I gotta go. Exactly. I gotta go. Exactly. <laughs> so I take off. one of my most embarrassing moments. I think was um, homeless guy in the truck. Well, that's one of them. <laughs> Definitely one of them. Um, but I was, uh, I think I was in like seventh grade. And we were dry, we were riding our bikes, you know, to and from, you know, school. 
And I think I may have told this already on the podcast, but here we go. Um, there was a girl named, and I'm going to drop it, Janae and Alexa. Alexa. Oof. Mm. Wowza. Mm. Janae. Mm. So it was me and my friend Aaron, and and he was. Here we go again with the white people names. <laughs> yeah, Tanner. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey! Did you have a uh, Skyler with you? No, he was he was riding way behind. <laughs> 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 no, but um, but uh, we uh, our school's right next to like a. Uh, like a strip mall, you know, like with, with like a uh, Winn-Dixie and a pet shop and this, that, and the other thing. So, and we were all on our bikes and we stopped and we talked to our girls, you know, Janae and Alexa, right? It's not our girls. I mean, it was his girls. I wasn't that fucking suave at the moment. Oh, Jesus. What is he, a pimp? Yeah, pretty much. Mm. That's, at least that's how he fucking told it. Oh, God bless. <laughs> <laughs> so we tried to ride away all cool, and I tried to be, like, really aggressive with it, and I pretty much just threw myself over my bike right after we tried to talk to these girls. Like over the handlebars? Yes. Fuck yeah. And uh, I immediately got up and be like, I meant to do and I just kept, and I just rode home as fast as I could instead of going to Aaron's house. There you go. <laughs> the ride the, of shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, at least it was a uh, uh, Schwinn mountain bike had decent uh, gears to where I can get the fuck out of there. Haul ass out of town. <laughs> Shit, I didn't show my face in that plaza for like a week or two. I don't blame you. I'm sorry. I can't help it. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't it your turn to say something embarrassing? So I got two. Oh, shit. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to say this one. It kind of ties in with one of my drunk moments. Um, I got drunk. I passed out. Woke up. There was a big fat dick on my leg. Wait, what? Uh, Somebody uh, drew one on me. Oh, that reminds me of one of my other embarrassing moments. Yeah, sorry. Should have said that in better context. (laughs) (laughs) I got him. I got him. (laughs) I thought you might have woke up a fucking prison. (laughs) No, It doesn't tickle my pickle. No, but somebody decided to... <laughs> Somebody decided to take a blue sharpie, and not even a black one, huh? <laughs> so, so did they draw blue balls on you? My <laughs> that boy, was, that was good. Uh, but yes, um. <laughs> All right, come on, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. 
Boy, well, this is happening. I'm going to go get another Damn Mountain Dew. Okay. Need one? Need one? I'll take a Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, I'll take one, please. <laughs> a beer, please. <laughs> okay. Okay. Compose. 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 What happened after that? Uh, hands were thrown. Uh, hands were thrown. Oh my god. I slapped the living shit out of the guy who did it. Not really, but I wanted to. Uh, oh my god, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> not not at the time, but uh, look. Oh, it's funny as hell now. Yeah, looking back on it, yeah, it was <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so going back to the other <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he what'd you, what'd you say, Nate? All I saw was like a fan of tail, like this, hey, like this, going out and in and out. <laughs> Man. Oh, having like a little brain fart here. That shit is fucking funny. Um, I remember one time, I actually. Yeah, come back to me. I actually, um, like I, like I again, I'd I'd ride my bike to school and back, and it, this was to uh, the middle school at the time, and it's maybe like a block or two away from the actual high school that I went to. Yeah. And dude, like we used to cut through the high school, like through a, like a cutout part of the fence, and like through the back of the high school into the other street. Nice. Thank you, sir. And then. Um, you know, and then proceed to the, uh, hello, Mr. Wiener. <laughs> so, <laughs> we love you, Nate. Yeah. He wants your pork sausage. I almost want a fucking mic in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Hi, Goofy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hi there, Mickey. Anyways. Wait, hold on. What did you say, Nate? Something about an orgasm. <laughs> I feel lighter on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Damn, I already forgot what I was saying. <laughs> hey, Mr. Wiener, what do you know? You got a 
sticks. Why are you so shy? What? Did, did you see a bunch of me that you loved? Do some fucking shot! Avengers! Oh. oh shit. What'd you do? Just remembered. The other story. So, the other story um, is me when I was younger again. I thought I was. We all been smoking the jazz cabbage tonight? I guess I was at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Because I thought I was... What are you, you gibbering about? I'm trying to listen to a story. Yeah. Okay, so I, I guess I thought I was the shit when I was younger. I thought I was the absolute king at football in my neighborhood. Spoiler alert, I'm not. <laughs> what time did the podcast start? Um, anyway, so we were running a play. We were doing three on three. God damn, Pekka Woods. Quit now. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'm, I'm done. So we're, we're running a route. I got, I got the football. Well, I started, I started running down the field. And for the most part, I was doing okay, but did not, could not see in my blind spot. I got. Sent in the air. I get at least like, like tally ho, like fucking like I got trucked by one of the other kids. Okay. <laughs> got up. I was like, I think I'm done playing for now. Set the football down and I <laughs> just walked home. Yeah. It was done, right? Yep. So kids, don't ever. Ever, ever get too cocky unless you have the ability to back it up. You know something? I don't think having a embarrassing story because I embarrass myself every goddamn day of the you week. You know so many people named Corey. That's my embarrassing story. But I was... So many people that I know named Corey. Is it bad I know somebody named Corey, too? Apparently. I don't know anyone no. named Corey. No. <laughs> All right, well, that was the last thing. I just can't. <laughs> okay. Actually, I got another topic to talk about. I, I, I do, I did just remember my other drunk story. Go for it. Okay, real quick. I, um, wow. I went, there was a pool hall that was right down the street from my house down in Florida, right? And we'd go there and play all the fucking time to where, there was a point to where, like, they would open up the entire like they would open up our our table, you know, yeah, and just we could play, so long as we bought like you know like wings or mozzarella sticks, this that and everything. Bought something. Yeah. Okay. But um, 
I remember my friend Jay. Okay. And Seahawk. And the Ale. And Jenna, the one that passed away, and her girlfriend. And I think a couple other people. We all ha- we got two bottles of Captain Morgan tattoo. That grape. Like, oh, I used to love that back in the day. That stuff was delicious. Okay. <laughs> just, um, just oh, it tastes so good. Once it hits your lips, it just tastes so good. I'm glad you like it. You can have the rest of it. All right. Because this is what happened. Before we got went over to that pool hall, we were all sitting in front of um, somebody's house. And trying to like split it all between like red solo cups. And I was upset. I want to say it's because of Maddie or whatever. So I just started taking people's cups and chugging them. Oh, God. Right? I probably drank about a bottle and a half of tattoo. Night, night. So we got to the, uh, the pool hall. And I remember having bring in the pool cue into the bathroom with me to try and keep balance up against the urinal. It's like, and there's a there was another guy, and he was like, "You all right?" He's like, "Fuck yeah, I am." <laughs> Don't worry about it, fucker. Don't worry about it, twits. Dude, I'm maybe 15, 16. No, no, yeah, I'm 16. And the thing is, is that because I'm surrounded by uh, good friends, Jenna, the one that, who passed away, uh-huh. Jenna Mosley, she drove me home in my own car. Hell yeah. Okay. And she left, you know, with people. We had a convoy almost, you know. Yeah. And as as a convoy, it, it was uh, her driving my drunk ass home in my car and then her girlfriend was following so they could, yeah, you know, whatever. And they're like, oh, okay, okay, hi, 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 hi. <laughs> and the thing is that I wake up hours later, hours later, in the passenger seat of my Camaro with my passenger door wide the fuck open. Oh, boy. I'm like... Oh, shit, this worked out. I stumbled up to my fucking front door. I opened the front door, and guess who's there? My mom. Oh, lovely. My mom thought I was on drugs. That's how drunk I was. She's she's in her, like, fucking, like, nightgown or, like, muumuu or whatever. And, yeah, I was in... Trouble after that. How much trouble were you in? Ass load. Like, I was too old to be spanked, but not too old to have my car taken away for a while. Huh? I don't remember. I don't remember. It was long enough. 
Well, you got to think. I'm, I'm like, what, 16, 17? My own car, let alone a Camaro. I, dude, come on now. <laughs> I want to fucking cruise. <laughs> no, she thought I was on drugs. Drogas. 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 But it wasn't drugs. Captain Morgan tattoo. Yeah, that's why I can never drink that shit again. It's gross. I'm gonna find some just for you. You bet. You best not. You can have all of it. L. I I I don't think they fucking even sell that shit anymore. But I good. I'll, 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 good. I'll, I'll look on eBay. Good. Get I a, hope they don't get us some like. 10, 15-year-old bottles of it. Oh, Lord. You go straight to hell. <laughs> I ain't gonna follow you for fucking nothing. What did... What'd you do? Yeah. Yeah, no, that was another embarrassing story. Mm. Alright, so I got one last topic off the top of my head. Okay. If you had to pick Top three video game franchises to play for the rest of your life until the day you die. See him? He's like, mm. Nate, you first. Assassin's yeah. Creed. Yeah. Great choice. Red Dead Redemption. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. GTA. Fuck yeah. Have you played the second Red Dead? Have. Oh. Son, you just disappointed him. Son, do not make me slap the stupid no, out of you. <laughs> just had to ask. Shit, I got it right out there, son. No, I, I have I'd, too. I, dude, I'd have to agree with you, bro. GTA. GTA for Red sure. De- Red Dead Redemption and Assassin's Creed. 100%. That's one thing that we 100% agree on. All right, but um, you're gonna I, be the odd man out now. Look at you. I, I am. I I am gonna say one thing. Um, if there was a fourth one, it'd be Resident Evil. Ooh. You want to add a fourth fourth one because that's not gonna be my choice. You know, let's let's make it a top five. Okay, five. So what would so be we, your fifth? We already said Assassin's Creed, Red GTA, Dead, GTA, and Red Resident Dead. Evil. Saints Row. Ooh, very good one. But um, the one I was going to say, if it was a franchise, which I thought it was going to be, L.A. Noir. Mm. Ooh. Mm. You're one of the few people that have mentioned that game. Come on, give me some fucking credit. I told you that I fucking love. Trying up. I have to reach farther now. <laughs> but they they need to make you know. No, no, I, no. Hold on. I may be a little fucking vain here, but you're not the only one that loved L.A. Noir. Right. They, 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 I want a little bit of recognition here. Is is all I want. They they need to make another one. Oh fuck yeah! Do they? 
they do. I mean, one that takes place maybe the fifties or the sixties uh, or what, what? What was it? Uh, the the late forties, early fifties on the last one. Forties. What early or mid forties? Some some like that after the war because dude the seventies uh, would be fucking perfect. Yeah, the seventies. And then uh, do the seventies, and if they did a third one, do like maybe the nineties or something. You know what? You know what they should do, because it's Rockstar. Um, is that you know they had that whole like black like noir idea you know in LA they could make a side like a like a par- like a side game you know like maybe like like do it in like Detroit you know or well, like New York New York Boston Boston Florida Boston. dude Miami uh, yeah and then you got to think like do the next decade in all the other, all those cities again, dude, or that's that's dude, that's like two dozen games, in two places that really haven't, to me at least, been shown a lot of video games. Just do like somewhere in Texas. Yeah, yeah, or uh, Vegas. Vegas was done with San Andreas. But it, it's it's past due to be done again. Yeah. Uh, Texas, um, I think would a good mechanic for that would be uh, Far Cry. Yeah. But in Texas. Yeah. You know, but let's I, let's go back to the original uh, question that he presented us. What w- one more uh, quick, just real quick All thing. Right. After Far Cry 5, which took place in America, yeah, in Montana, Far Cry 6 went back, you know, to the islands and maybe shit like maybe that. think about uh Far Cry like when it was uh there in like Montana and stuff, like do almost like the same kind of like bleed over that the uh the original Red Dead Redemption did like um like along the border and into Mexico as well. You fuck with fuck around with the cartel, yeah, yeah. That's my idea for Far Cry Seven. There you go. You heard it here first from Sergeant Summer. Yep. All right, come on, Rockstar. Let's get to it. <laughs> or, or not, Rockstar. I'm 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 sorry. I'm sorry. Wrong company. Ubisoft. Come on, Ubisoft. Yeah, Ubisoft. All right, Kyle. What is your top five? Oh, I have to agree with him when it says uh, uh, Assassin's Creed, um, GTA. Red, Red Dead and GTA. Red Dead. Um, hmm. What was the other one that we agreed on? Uh, L- L.A. Noir, but it's not a franchise. It's just a single game. Okay. Um, I'd say... Forza, but it needs a really new um, overhaul, for real. It, it is so soapy and, like, drifty. Like, we were playing it this morning I love Forza. with with uh, with uh, Jackie. It is so 
fucking sloshy. I just Dude. no. I think they tried to overdo the uh, the realism on it. They've been they've been doing that the past few Forza games. See, they're trying to replace Gran Turismo for years and years, and I and I almost kind of miss Gran Turismo. They're they're biting off a fucking chunk that's way too big for their mouths, and I hope eventually they end up being able to swallow. <laughs> so, I mean, can, can I can I take? You can take it away. Okay, now Forza, Forza's great, and then my last one. I know Fuck. it's not. I know it's not Resident Evil because that game scares the bejeebers out of them. Yeah, I saw a little girl and I fucking ran right back upstairs. <laughs> yeah, he, he he sits down in the chair in the basement. As I was playing Resident Evil 7 for like the second or third time. Because I love that game. But he sits down and sees the little girl. He goes, nope, bye. Ah! Like, like yells. <laughs> ah! It's like, I don't like this. Don't <laughs> like this. I don't like no, it. No, but the, uh, the fifth one, I want to say, fuck. Um, games in general doesn't matter what console no this can be any console I want to see another Ratchet and Clank huh I love Ratchet and Clank dude I don't think I've ever heard of that one really Guess I'm too young. Guess so. <laughs> so I guess it's on to me now. Yep. Let's hear it. Five of them. And then we'll close this out. GTA. Call of Duty. You know they're you know they're gonna come out with Call of Duty. So. Mortal Kombat. Ooh. Cannot Go wrong with Mortal Kombat. I got 10, X, L, and 11 upstairs right now. Um, Forza. Ooh, the fifth one. Hmm. Because it's like... Tetris. <laughs> Pac-Man. Dig Dug. Mario, Sonic. <laughs> I'm actually going to put Mario as an honorable mention because that game is legendary. Yeah. I'm putting Damn. Mario and Zelda as honorable mentions of mine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what other honorable mention I'm going to make? Galaga. If you guys remember that game. Yeah. Um, number Dude, Assassin's Creed was my other one because I agreed with you on that one. Yeah, you are said Assassin's Creed. Oh, did I? Yeah. Mm. I figured I'd forgot it. Number five. I might have to go with Skyrim. That's good. That's a good that's a good choice. 
me and my me and my cousin would play Skyrim for hours after me and him would get out of school. I used to, dude. I when I when Skyrim first came out, I used to. I was going to welding school. Like first thing in the morning, get out at like two. I'd rush home. I'd shower real quick, and I would I would make as many daggers as I could. You know, yeah. and then go and deliver pizzas for Papa John's. Fuck yeah. And then I'd come back and I'd do as many as I could until I passed out. And that's how I got the uh, the dragon bone and dragon scale armor. Actually, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to put Skyrim in the honorable mentions. Number five. ESO is fucking real. I, that's another honor. Might get shit for this. Minecraft. I never really got into it, but I used to watch the shit out of it people playing it yeah i'd probably have to put minecraft in there just because i my god what about terra i have played terra a couple times what do you think about it it's a good game oh another honor yeah geez thanks nathan hey (laughs) two more honorable mentions for me uncharted fuck yeah Ooh. God damn, I love that game. And Uncharted 2 is probably the best made game of all time, in my opinion. One of the best. And to actually two more honorable mentions. Oh, my God. That one. He's going to have a long list. Kingdom Hearts. And The Last of Us. I haven't heard of that game in a while. Uncharted 2 has to be one of the single best orchestrated games of all time. The characters, the fucking, uh, everything about it is awesome. But uh, Uncharted 1 was okay. 3, they were just trying to you know, jump the shark. And then the latest one after that, they really just jumped the minnow at that point. Yeah. Okay? And that's why I almost don't even want to see the new movie. But Uncharted 2? I like the new one. uh, Uncharted 2 is probably, in my opinion, other than uh, Black Flag, one of the best third-person games I've ever played, in my opinion. So, fuck. Especially when you're starting off and you're like climbing up the fucking train and the uh, yeah. and the Alps and all that. I'm trying to think of like this. To put it in perspective, my dad actually stayed in the room and watched me do it. Really? Yeah. He never did that shit. <laughs> He's like, oh, it just so happened that that railing came over and you can jump on it. He's like, yeah, Dad, it's a, ga- it's a game. <laughs> it's like, it's going to happen that way. Okay. Think Here. about Indiana Jones. Do you think his whip 
just magically let him swing across. He's like do. he's like, shut up, you little asshole. <laughs> I I do. Okay. Um, another honorable mention. Halo. No. No. Fuck Halo. I I am neutral on that because I'm so shitty at it. I I just don't like it. I don't like the hype around. I like the story, but I'm just not a fan of it. Let's see. Don't huff at us. I'm not huffing. I'm just trying to. Say <sighs> but then again, <laughs> but then again, I like PlayStation. Yeah. Um. It's another good honorable mention. I can close out. With. I want Ratchet and Clank so bad. Did you ever play the game Sniper Elite? Or have you heard of it? I I may have heard of it, but okay. No, I'm asking you if you've heard of it. I've heard of it. And the last one, Skate Three. Oh fuck yeah, dude! I love Skate. Me. We were playing that this morning. I played that a few times. The, the main person that would always play that is my cousin Tyler, and he was a god at Skate Three. I don't know how the hell he did it, but he was a fucking god at Skate 3. I'd like to challenge him. But that's my list. You know they're about to come out with a new skate. Yep, they've, I they've, cannot fucking wait. They've been, they've been saying that for a while. Well, my nephew told me, so I believe him. Mm. Yeah, they've been, they've been talking about it for a while now. I love playing skate, bro. Oh, yeah. Noah's coming out here in August. New Saints Row. <laughs> really? Is that going to be number five or six? Five. Shit. But they're going back to the basics. I haven't played any of them. I've seen a lot of, you know, like on Achievement Hunter and this, that, and everything. I haven't really played it. I watched you play the shit out of it when you were like superheroing it out. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, my hands are getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> shit. About to start oh man. I think that was a perfect ending. I think it was too. I was just about to say thank you so much everybody for listening to Practically Friends podcast. And today you obviously heard my boy Tate. Thank you. <laughs> and then my even more boy. Thank you, cocksuckers. <laughs> there it is. And Nate. I'm just a mediator here for the uh, Date and Tate show. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hey. I, I can't help it. We got introduced someone that I get along with. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I mean, no, I thank you guys so much for listening, bro. Ah, bros. Fucking Belgiums. Everybody. Not just bros. Bros and hoes. Practically friends. You guys are practically my friends. Okay. Real quick. Um, 
I know we said this on the last topic, but I'm going to say this about this topic as well. Go ahead. If any of you guys are listening out there and you are avid gamers like all of us here on the Practically Friends podcast set, please email us at, once again at practicallyfriendspodcast at gmail.com and send us in your list of your favorite games that you grew up playing or you play currently, and we will rate them and give you our feedback. This is going to rock to the beat. Ride to the rhythm, start moving my feet. Talk to my spirit till I knew who was he. And I stopped truly seeing who I came here to be. Instead of what this world wants to make me believe. Got me running on a treadmill, chasing my dreams. In this fairy tale fantasy, all make believe. Be all you can be once you set your mind free. That's what I see now, but did it this whole time. Didn't think to align body, soul with the mind. How to close third eye, controlled by the blind. Couldn't see that I was being held below by design. Until the day I found my inner flow through my rhyme. Connected to my essence, now I know it's the See, I looked into the mirror, saw my soul through my eyes. Haven't seen you in a minute. See, it's been a long time. Let it go. When the body is free to express The pain and the stress disappears Converting the fears into fuel for the fire And find the desire and moments embraced Utilizing space to expand Dance in the sand, come and take my hand Stand tall, don't give up when you fall It's all about balance through life's daily challenge Cause man, you gotta move, gotta do something that you love With open minds, reading the signs from the soul's voice Quiet the noise to make sense of confusion And see through illusion I think the solution is focus To bring to the surface the things you don't know this So release. Centered in chaos is peace.